0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Simple Power Podcast. In this week's episode, we're dealing with breaking the destructive cycle of fear. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Episode 26 starts right now. Alright, what's going on everybody? I'm Duke LaMastra and this is the Simple Power Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen this week. Thanks for clicking. It really means the world to me that you're here. This is episode number 26 and uh, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. Oh, if if you haven't subscribed yet, just uh, if you'd consider subscribing, that would really mean a lot to me as well. So anyway, but thank you so, so much for listening. Let's go ahead and get into this. What's on my heart this week is the subject of fear. I'm thinking a lot about the subject of fear because I'm seeing it all over the place. You've been seeing it too, all over social media, all over the media, on TV, and uh, just talking to people. I'm hearing people, I'm hearing all over the place, people talking about how they're afraid, they're uncertain, they're not sure what's going to happen right now in the midst. So this video just in case you're watching it at a later date uh, right now the this whole coronavirus thing is in full swing it's right now they they just suspended the NBA season they suspended the NHL season the MLB season suspensions right around the corner all kinds of stuff going on they're starting to cancel schools in like statewide they're canceling schools people can't go to schools you can't go to museums you can't buy toilet paper in the store It kind of feels like we're in a zombie apocalypse right now. It kind of feels like, you know, we've seen this movie before, right? Like we've seen movies that have started just like this and did not turn out well at all. And so there's definitely that sense of unrest, uncertainty, wondering what's going to happen. It leads to worry. It leads to anxiety. It leads to fear. But I want to tell you very, very clearly from the word of God 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God has not given you a spirit of fear. In other words, fear does not come from God. Fear does not stem from who God is, from his nature. Fear is completely contrary to the nature of God, to the way that God thinks, the way that God sees you, the way that God looks at situations. Heaven does not look at situations and see the lack or see the what if this doesn't work out. Heaven, is able to look at a situation and recognize, and when I say heaven, a heavenly perspective, a heavenly mindset, a perspective that's based on the foundation of the word of God, the knowledge of Jesus Christ. There's a verse that I love in Isaiah chapter 51, it's verse 12, and God is talking and he says, I am the one who comforts you, who are you to be afraid? <laughs> I love that verse because God is not giving us leeway here to be afraid, to deal with fear, to allow fear to control our lives. And that's what happens when you give into fear. It becomes a controlling force. In your life, it can become a controlling force, a demonically empowered force that manipulates you and that runs your life, controls your life, keeps you stagnant, keeps you from doing things, keeps you from enjoying life. Listen, you do not have time for fear. You don't have time for anxiety. You don't have time for worry. You just, it's not worth your time. God's like, Who are you to be afraid? I'm the one who comforts you. You've seen it. We've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen how good he is, how faithful he is. And yet, we can so often just find ourselves falling back into fear, falling back into worry and anxiety, and all that kind of stuff that completely undermines our position as sons and daughters of God. And God is like, Look, I'm not letting you off the hook here. He's, Who are you? to be afraid. Why should you be afraid? You have no right to be afraid. You have no reason to be afraid because I am the God who comforts you. When we remember who God is in the midst of whatever that situation is that's causing us to be afraid, that's causing us to be anxious, causing us to spiral out of control, when we take a moment and we step back and we remember who God is, how good he is, how big he is, how faithful he is, then we have to recognize that there is no situation that we find ourselves in right now and there's no situation that we're ever going to go through or find ourselves in that he is not big enough, that he's not good enough enough to see us through and to move us above and beyond that situation. In other words, there's nothing that you're going through right now and I understand that you might be going through something something real and something serious. I get it, all right? And I'm not undervaluing that or anything at all. I want you to, to to hear my heart on this. It's not worth you getting into fear because whatever it is, no matter how big it is or how bad it seems, God is bigger. David said in Psalm 23, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. David recognized that as he was walking through this thing that he was going through, that there was no fear that had any place in his life because he was trusting in God. He started off that passage, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. God, I'm looking to you. My eyes are on you. And so even though, yeah, I'm walking through this thing, this valley of the shadow of death, as he called it, there is nothing around me. There's nothing going on around me. None of these shadows around me. There's nothing that deserves my attention more than you god so when i keep my focus on you i can keep walking through this thing even though yeah it's scary and it's uncertain it's a fact that there are people that are dying right now and it might be a fact that you are going through something in your own personal life or your family or whatever it it might be a fact that there was a a negative medical diagnosis or it might be a fact that you are working on a project that you've tried before and failed I'm not denying that these things are real and that they're happening. But the truth of God is higher than the facts that we see going on around us. And when we base our lives on what we see in the natural, then we're always going to get into fear. We're always going to get into anxiety and we're going to get stagnated and we're going to get stationary and we're going to get distracted and we're going to spiral into that thing of fear and we're going to lose our grip. On the promises of God for our lives because the truth of God says that he saved us, that he redeemed us, that he will never leave us, that he'll never forsake us, that he's our healer, that he's our provider, that he's everything that we need. We have truth to stand on that goes so far beyond the facts of what we see in front of us and we have to live our lives based on the truth of God's word. Your faith is grounded in In the truth of what God has promised and not in the things that you see around you with your natural eye. And so recognizing this, God's like, who are you to be afraid? Don't you know who I am? Don't you know what I'm capable of? Don't you know how good I am? Haven't you seen this time and time again? So why are you allowing fear to grip your heart? God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now listen, fear very often begins as an emotion. You get a a bill in the mail that you weren't expecting and you don't have the money to pay it, or you get served with a lawsuit, or it's you turn on the news and you see everybody talking about how coronavirus is going to ruin their lives. So many things, they start to go through our minds. We all understand that. We all know what that is. But the problem is that fear can very quickly become demonically empowered when we give it too much time to germinate on the inside of us. So we get that initial reaction of, oh, what if this happens? We need to learn to snap ourselves out of that mindset quickly and be like, oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, you know what? I don't have the money to pay this bill right now, but guess who does? God does, right? Because he's our provider. Because he already knew that you were going to get that letter in the mail way before you got it. Like he knew about it. He knew that that thing was coming. He knew every all this stuff's going on. He's not falling off of his throne. He's not forgetting who he is. He's not running out of power. I promise you, God is not running short on power. He's not running short on provision, on resources. He's not running out of ideas for how to get you through. He's like, oh man, my my, my son here has had so many problems and I've bailed him out so many times before, but I'm I'm running short on ideas. I'm not sure what's going to happen next. I'm not sure. God's not like that. Obviously, and we know that. But I understand that when we're in the midst of the situation, so many times that's all that we can see because we focus on what's in front of us and what we focus on expands to the point that we forget about how good and how big and faithful and powerful God really is. So, yeah, He's bigger than all of it, and He has not given you a spirit of fear. Fear doesn't come from God, fear comes from the enemy. Listen, all fear is always based on a lie. It's always based on a lie. Fear is always based on the assumption. Listen, I already, we talked about facts and truth and all that. Fear might be based on facts. Like, yeah, we already talked about that. The fact says this. And yeah, that's a, that's a real thing that's going on. That's actually happening. Okay, we get that. And so fear stems from that. Fear stems from the, okay, this is happening. So now what if this happens? Or what if it happens to me? Or what if it happens to my family? Or what if it happens to someone? I Whatever. And so we get into that what if thing. All of that is assuming that God is not big enough or good enough, or strong enough, or faithful enough to see you beyond it. That's why it's based on a lie, because it's making the assumption that it's bigger than the God that we know. My uh, favorite definition for fear comes from the great Zig Ziglar, and he defined fear this way as an acronym. He said, fear is false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. Anytime that you find yourself walking through fear, living in fear, dealing with anxiety, dealing with worry, you can rest assured that that thing did not come from God. And if it didn't come from God, then it has no place in your life because you're a child of God made in his image. You have a new nature. Fear is not a part of that. Fear is not a part of who you are. So guess what that means? That means that you can let fear go. It means that you don't have to keep it for yourself. It means that when fear rears its ugly head at you, that when you get into that spiral of fear, you can remind yourself, hold on a second, guess what, I'm actually a child of God. And guess what, God is actually still on his throne. And so even though this is uncertain to me, and even though I don't know how this is all gonna play out, I know that I can keep trusting in him because he's always shown himself faithful to me you can let go of the fear and embrace and remind yourself of the fact that this is what he's given you power love and a sound mind power the dunamis of god you have the power of god the very ability of god at work in you the same spirit that raised christ from the dead works in you Ephesians 3 and 20 says now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. The power of God, the ability of God is at work in you. He's given you power. He's given you love. Now, look, perfect love casts out fear. Fear and love do not coexist because whenever love shows up. Fear has to flee from it. Fear has to go because God is love. So love is the perfect weapon against fear. So he's given you power. He's given you love and he's given you a sound mind. Sound mind means self-control or self-discipline. It's the ability to bring your mind and your thinking back into proper alignment with his way of thinking and with the word of God, with the will of God, with the promises of God for your life. You have that ability. Why? Because the spirit of God lives on the inside of you. And so whenever you find yourself spiraling into that downward thing of fear or worry or whatever it is that's got you uneasy and it's got you confused, that's got you feeling uncertain about your circumstances or whatever it is that you're you're going through, you can remind yourself, hold on a second, I actually have the power of God working in my life, I have the love of the Father working in my life, and I have the ability to bring my mindset, to shift my mindset, and to bring my thinking into alignment with His. And so the moment you realize it, and you recognize who you are, and who your God is, you have the ability to Relevate your perspective, your focus, your vision to see beyond what's in front of you and to see what God sees. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18 says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are unseen are eternal. The things that are in front of you right now, the problems and the situations and the messes, all of it, it's all eternal temporary and that fear that you're feeling as a result of it is based on a lie, (laughs) it's based on the lie that says that this is going to be forever, this is going to be your downfall, this is going to end it all for you, God's not big enough to get you out of this, you're not good enough to get out, like all of that stuff, it's all based on a lie, and guess what, it's not worth it, because you can let it go, you can let go of the fear, and embrace the grace of God, the love of God, the power of God that works within you, all of that, embrace who God is, the truth of God's word, because the truth trumps the facts every single day of the week. The truth of who God is, the truth that he came to save you, to give you security, to give you a place of refuge in him, a hiding place in him, that that he came to uh, give you divine health, to keep you in divine health, to give you provision, to give you all of the things that you need. That is the truth that you can stand on. There's one more verse that I want to share, even though we're uh, basically out of time, but there's one more verse that i I love on the subject of fear, and it comes from Philippians chapter one and I believe it's verse twenty eight and it says, "Not in any way terrified by your adversaries, which is to them proof of perdition, and that word perdition means ju- means judgment, but to you." of salvation and that from God so check this out, when you as a child of God, you recognize the the circumstance, you recognize that you have an adversary or you recognize that there's trouble coming your way and instead of spiraling out of control into fear, you embrace the grace of God and you say you know what, not today, I'm not going to allow this to tear me down, I'm not going to get into fear but I'm going to remember who you are God in the midst of this because I walk through the valley of the shadow of death but guess what, I'm not fearing any evil because I know that you're with me. You can't even imagine what that does to the enemy. It's terrifying because they know that they've lost. They know that they've lost. They know that they have absolutely nothing. The enemy, the devil, he has nothing on you because the power of God works within you. So look, just embrace it. Embrace who God is. Remember who you are. When you're tempted, because that's what it is, it's a temptation. When you're tempted to spiral out of control into fear and you have that initial reaction, that initial response, that initial emotion of fear, just catch it quickly. Remind yourself who you are, who God is. If you have to think back to something that God did for you before and remember that God brought you through that. If he brought you through that, of course he's going to bring you through this. He doesn't stop being good. He's actually bringing you into greater and better and bigger things. He's not sending you backwards. And so when you start to see something that causes there to be worry or anxiety, remember who you are, remember who God is, and embrace the fact that he's not giving you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. All right, guys, that will do it for episode 26. I really hope that this was helpful to you. If you're looking for some more resources, I have a brand new YouTube channel that I just started about a month or two ago. You can find it just by searching my name on YouTube, Duke LaMastra, so you can get some further resources on there and check that out. So thanks so much again for listening. I'll be back next week, next Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Central. Thanks again.